Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pie del Cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> That's right, boys and girls. Good morning, and welcome to The Probo Show on this special Thursday edition. How are we doing? It's currently 8.30 a.m. Central European Time. 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 2.30 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How you doing? Oh my God, guys. Yeah, we're back in the Pro Bowl studio for two very special podcast-exclusive episodes of the Pro Bowl show. Um, how are we doing? It's currently, it's a holiday. For those international listeners, you may not know this, but um, uh, but we produce a show from Spain, from, uh, from Madrid, Spain, the capital of the country. And uh, yeah, today's a, an official bank holiday, but the Probo Show never sleeps, my friends. It never sleeps. How are we doing? A big good morning to Eugene joining us from Russia, Vero and The Bridge joining us from Spain. How are you doing, guys? Thank you for being here on your day off. Um, more people in the in the stream. Those of you who are lurking, I've got nothing but love for you. If you want to join the show live, by the way, you can do so at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. That's Bohemio Professional, but in English. And if you wanted to interact with the show outside of our um, show times, you can do that either on my Discord. You'll find an invite for my Discord channel anywhere and everywhere. Or you can do that on my um, on my Instagram. That's arroba Bohemio Professional, but in English, at Professional Bohemian. Now, all that's been said, guys, oh my God, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning and they provided me with an amazing show. Here we go. Let's see. Um, in 100 Humans, I ask 100 Humans today to name a food you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. Nombra un alimento que desearías que fuera sano para poder comerlo todos los días. Again, guys, no natch today. So if I deserve a nivelazo, you have to tell me. You have to tell me in the chat, friends. <laughs> Happy Pilar Day, guys. Oh, is it the, the Pilar today, I guess? Isn't there some kind of military festival today or tomorrow or something? Isn't it today? Okay, yeah. Still a bit tone deaf given what's happening in the world. Well done, Spain. <laughs> you know, it's not like there are a couple of wars going on. Yeah, let's do a military parade. Come on. <laughs> um, no, Rob, all my days are off. <laughs> okay. Says so the bridge. Oh, you're so lucky. Uh, so that's what's coming up in today's 100 Humans. Incomplete the news. We'll find out um, We'll find out about the sad passing of an 104-year-old lady. Ooh, some surprising news there. And uh, today's unpopular opinion is that nobody would watch reality television if it were honest. <laughs> nobody would watch honest reality television. And, you know, I think that's... <laughs> That's a pretty true statement. You know, it's a common complaint. It's not reality. It's, it's scripted. But if it weren't scripted, no one would watch. That's my argument. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a little while. Friends, I'm here. You're here. Let's take a look at what's going on in the world, shall we? And we've got some good news for you today. Um, as we did yesterday, we're going to start off with a bit of a, a, bit of a funny story here. Okay. Um, a mini Minneapolis... PD, PD standing for police department, a Minneapolis PD officer outed, 
as an OnlyFans model after pulling over a subscriber. <laughs> Un agente de la policía de Minneapolis se descubre como modelo de OnlyFans tras detener un ab abonado. Uf, I think that's correct, but I'm getting no nivelazos from the chat, so I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, a, a Minneapolis police officer who also runs an OnlyFans page with adult content was recognized by a driver she pulled over who happened to be a subscriber to her OnlyFans. The police department is now investigating to see if her side job as an erotic model violates any police policies. The driver expressed discomfort, stating he, could, he couldn't respect the officer after seeing her explicit content online. Why can't you respect... It's, I mean, look, I'm sure... Those of you who are watching the show are married. I'm sure you still have immense respect for your partners after seeing them naked. This seems like this guy's just trying to get out of a, a speeding ticket. Anyway, so the, the driver ex expressed discomfort, saying that he couldn't respect the officer after seeing her explicit content online. The mayor commented that if it's only about private photos behind a paywall, there's no issue. But it's up to the police chief to decide any policy breaches. The duration of the um, of the investigation remains uncertain. You know, I think that burying the lead in this in this article, friends, I think like there is a more important issue to discuss here. Is is police pay really so bad that um, uh, that police officers are having to <laughs> are having to open OnlyFans accounts? Is that not the is that not the the main piece of news here? You know. When police officers, teachers, people who are crucial to the smooth running of a society are having to take side gigs quite often. Side gigs like this, whether it's kind of, you know, OnlyFans or things like that. Is that not is that not the real headline here? Although it's kind of a funny story. I mean, you know. Ah, here we go. Trust de tener a una abonada. In this case, the person is a woman. Ah, okay, okay. All right, thank you, Vero. You get um, uh, you get uh, where is it? Nivelazo there. Será posible vaya nivelazo. God, I miss the Natch. <laughs> I miss the Natch. He's got quicker fingers than I do. Um, let's continue. All right, um, uh, a creepy new digital afterlife industry. Uh, this coming from i uh, spectrum dot i e e e e <laughs> spectrum. Dot I -E 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 dot org. Okay, so yeah, the article from IEEE Spectrum, I don't want to say that ever again, delves into the emerging digital afterlife industry, which aims to recreate deceased individuals using vast amounts of data they left behind. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about that? Would you miss anyone enough to um, recreate their personalities online? I don't know. I feel a little bit like this is, um, uh, you know, beyond the valley of the of the dolls. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Someone you care about passes away, and there's a company there that might be able to re recreate their 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 personality um, using posts online. Do our posts online even really represent us when we only ever represent the best part of ourselves? That is, of course, um, if you're not a 45 year old podcaster. <laughs> Please, God, don't 
recreate my personality based on my shows. <laughs> Let's see what people are saying. It's brilliant um, not having to work. It means I can lie in bed listening to the Probo Show and other good stuff. Oh, that was the wrong sound effect. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Second time today, Miss Lenatch. <laughs> so the industry, um, uh, the industry which can, includes over 57 firms, offers services ranging from interactive memories in a loved one's voice to robotic busts that can converse with humans. As the boundaries between life and death blur due to these technologies, the article raises ethical questions about autonomy, consent, and privacy. It emphasizes the need for human rights considerations in the digital realm. And um, as the data-fied versions of individuals might not accurately represent who they were in real life. It's a true story, right? I mean, how much of what you post online is an accurate reflection of who you are? I mean, don't we tend to either post either a super positive depictions of who we are, like our best face, like it's a job interview? Either that or a lot of posts online are reactions, outrage reactions. I can't believe people said this. Oh, my God. And is that really the, the range of the human experience? You know? I mean, if you were just a listener to this show, you'd get a very myopic view of, of who I am, right? Maybe if you follow me on other social medias or we meet in person, you get a more clearer idea. But, I mean, I certainly don't represent everything I am in my social media postings. No way. Um, I miss the Natch. He's got quicker fingers than I do. Rob, really? <laughs> That's from the bridge. He does. <laughs> the guy's a magician. Um, I understand your point, Bridge, but I need action. I need to feel uh, to feel someone needs my work. That's from Vero. Yeah, me too, kind of. I agree with that statement. So there you go. Then. The creepy new digital afterlife industry. Would you be happy with that? Would you out there, would you be, would, would you be happy that... Once you pass away, there is a digital memorial of you that kind of speaks in your voice or has your image, but may not 100% accurately re represent the person that you are. I feel that like this is uh, maybe AI crossing a line, you know? I don't know. Okay, and finally, in the news today, artificial intelligence. Yeah, a lot of tech news today. Artificial intelligence could finally let us talk with animals. Oh, my God. Um, Dr. Doolittle, you're fired. All right, let's see. This, um, this article, by the way, coming from uh, scientificamerican.com. <clears throat> the article from Scientific American discusses the potential of artificial intelligence to revolutionize our understanding of animal communication. Historically, the idea that animals can intentionally communicate has been controversial in Western science due to concerns about anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism, um, obviously, is um, the kind of a uniquely human trait of of, um, of seeing human traits in, in things that are not human, you know? Your dog is panting... <laughs> And it kind of looks like a smile. You say, oh, look, she's smiling. She's not smiling. She's panning. Dogs don't sweat. <laughs> but, you know, I get it. We all anthropomorphize things to a certain extent, you know. 
However, recent advancements in AI are paving the way for a deeper understanding of animal vocalizations and behaviors. Organizations like the Earth Species Project and Project SETI are using machine learning to analyze and potentially decipher animal calls from cows to sperm whales. The potential applications range from conversation, uh, conservation, sorry, my bad, Con conversation, conservation efforts to understanding our pets better. However, the technology also raises ethical concerns such as its misuse for commercial or harmful purposes. The overarching sentiment is that while AI can detect patterns and mimic sounds, truly understanding animal communication may require a shift in human perspective. Hmm. What do you think about this? How are you doing, Eugene? Nice to see you. Nice to see you, my friend. Um, yeah. How do you feel about this? Would you want to communicate with your pet on a one-to-one -one basis? <laughs> I have enough people criticizing me in life. <laughs> I don't need I don't need two animals doing it. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Going to work again. He's gonna come back in ten hours. He's gonna forget to feed us. <laughs> and plus. I mean, no, like, if you're going to translate, like, an animal speech, probably a dog is the one to go for. Here they mention cows and sperm whales. What does a cow have to say? <laughs> and plus, you know, I enjoy eating them, so I really don't want to get into a deep philosophical discussion with them. <laughs> so, you know, better that I don't understand. Um, however, it would be interesting, right? It'd be interesting to speak to wild animals, get their perspective on, on life and the environment. Get their perspective on us. I think one of the big disconnects for human beings, right, is that we just, we don't kind of, um, in many ways, we don't maybe anthropomorphize animals enough. <laughs> I mean, can we get something straight, guys, between you and I? I think vegans are right. Um, I kind of do think vegans are right. I just don't care enough to stop eating meat. Maybe if my meat could talk to me and say, oi. <laughs> maybe um, maybe I'd take a, a bit of a different spin on the whole um, on the whole veg veganism thing. Anyway, um, maybe this is um, th maybe this is the way. This is from the bridge. AI is going to obliterate us. Well, basically, humans are going to obliterate ourselves. Maybe could be, my friends, could be. But I just certainly don't think AI is going to be to blame for that. Even if AI is in some way attached. To, um, to the downfall of human civilization. It'll definitely be the human error that um, that pulls the trigger. It won't be AI. All right, guys, with all that said, let's move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Okay, friends, what even is an unpopular opinion? It's a brain fat, un pedo cerebral, un pedo mental, una rayada. It's a, it's a brain fat. I share it with you on my social media, namely my Instagram. That's at Professional Bohemian. You guys vote there, but the real decision makers are the people who join us live. Okay, so here we go. Today's brain fat, today's unpopular opinion is nobody would watch honest reality television. Um, Nadi Veria, un reality honesto. Did I get that? Did I, am I getting the, the little tilde things, the pronunciation cues there right? Oh my God, I'm missing the notch. <laughs> Nivelazo. So nobody would watch honest reality television on Instagram. In fact, you know, let's uh, let's make this um, let's make this a little more uh, dramatic. On Instagram, what did they say? 
They said 65% of people said true. So there you go. Good morning. Don't worry, be happy. Also joining us in the audience. How are you doing out there? So nobody would watch reality television. As always, I thoroughly tortured the elves and they provided me with a true, with a pro and con argument. So agreeing with the statement that nobody would watch a truthful reality TV show. Many viewers are drawn to reality television because it because of its sensationalism, drama, and unpredictability. A genuinely truthful truthful show might lack these elements, which are often exaggerated or even scripted in current reality TV formats. People often watch um, television as a form of escapism. A reality show that mirrors mundane, everyday life might not offer the escape from reality that many viewers seek. Most reality TV shows are edited to create a cohesive narrative and storyline. Pure, unfiltered reality might come across as disjointed or lack a compelling story. And finally, agreeing with the statement, the high pr uh, popularity of many scripted reality TV shows where um, situations are somewhat staged or participants are given prompts might suggest that viewers prefer a curated version of reality. Oh, I got a Nivalatho from Vero. Thank you. Thank oh, God. We miss you, Natch. We continue missing you. Nivelazo. <laughs> Um, so there you go. That's um, the, the pro column. Let's get into the cons. Disagreeing with the statement, saying, no, no, no. The, that's, that's the problem with reality TV. It's not real enough. Okay? We need honest reality TV, and people would watch it. So um, people who agree with that statement, here we go. In an age where authenticity is valued, especially among younger generations, a truly real reality show might draw viewers um, tired of scripted, exaggerated content. Okay, interesting point of view. There is actually a social media platform called Be Real. Have you ever heard of Be Real? Um, it kind of it has no filters, and it encourages um, it encourages viewers or users to only um, only upload photos and, and videos at a certain time, just making sure that it's actually real real life content. It's not that popular. <laughs> it's not that popular. But anyway, let's continue. So, um, so yeah, the first argument there, in an age where authenticity is valued, especially among younger generations, a truly real reality show might draw viewers tired of scripted or exaggerated content. Next, watching real-life scenarios without exaggeration or manipulation might resonate more with viewers who seek content they can relate to personally. Given the situation... Um, saturation of enhanced reality shows, a genuinely truthful reality TV show might attract viewers curious about the novel approach. And finally, disagreeing with our unpopular opinion today, with the rise of platforms like YouTube and TikTok, many viewers are becoming accustomed to watching unfiltered snippets of people's lives. A truthful reality show could align more with these evolving viewer habits and preferences. All right, there's your pros and cons, guys. Let me tell you something. I kind of take issue a little bit with the with the con list here. Um, given the situation of enhanced reality shows, a genuinely truthful TV show might attract curious um, viewers about the novel approach. I mean, it may on the surface, it may in the very beginning attract people, but would that be sustainable? 
I mean, since the first season of Big Brother, viewing figures of Big Brother drop ev almost every single time. Right? I think I'm accurate in saying that. Do you remember the first Big, Big Brother that was almost truthful? I remember in the British one, there was a 24-hour feed of the camera that you could just watch them scratching their eggs, doing nothing, and it was boring. I mean, have you ever really analyzed the human life? I mean, nine times out of 10, we're not doing anything interesting. You know, would you would you subscribe to an Instagram account which was just photos of, of a guy working for eight hours, then traveling home on public transport, <laughs> you know, and then sitting in front of the TV? If you uploaded a photo every hour, would you be interested in that? Probably not. We kind of want curated experiences in life. And these kind of semi-scripted reality TV shows are just that, curated, um, a curated version of, uh, of the human experience. Interesting. Let's take a little look into the chat before we turn our attention to the messages I got on Instagram. Okay, here we go. True, says Vero. People who watch such programs just want to unwind from reality. They are looking for something to escape from their own problems. Watching television based on real problems would only further add to their own pain. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. True story. You know, I, most of you are regular listeners to the show. Know that I have a sickness for Australian reality television. <laughs> I watch more Australian reality television than Australians do. Don't ask me why. It's just something that happened, a little rabbit hole I fell in that I'm currently still stuck in. If it were more realistic, if it were more honest, I probably wouldn't be interested. The sensational elements, the weird situations and scenarios, the... I should call them characters really than people because quite often... You know, that's what happens. And given my curiosity, you know, I do, I have done quite a bit of research and I do work in TV. And you would be surprised by how much coaching and scripting, or can you repeat that part one more time? How much, how much of reality TV is actually curated? Curated and, um, and quite often repeated for the camera if something interested happens. Or interesting happens, sorry. Uh, let's continue anyway on with the chat. News programs are kind of reality TV shows and almost everybody watches them. That's a fair point. But news um, only focuses on interesting things that are happening, right? It's not focusing on, you know, no one, no one reads a news story that, <laughs> that is like Donald Trump. R Rishi Sunak is watching TV tonight between 8 and 9 p.m., right? That doesn't make it into the news because it's not interesting. However, between 8 and 9 p.m., probably all of us will be watching TV. That's honest, right? Um, the Bridge, we need your fingers, Natch. We do need your fingers. I've already screwed up three sound effects. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy. TV used to be the, um, the mean to, to learn and discover. The means to learn and discover. It is now um, to numb yourself. Wow. That's true, Stopper. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. So true. News is the best or the worst of reality shows. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ideally, we would hope our news kind of stretches beyond reality, right? Reality TV kind of tropes and delivers us something that's honest and pure and quite often dry and opinionless. 
But sadly, friends, I think the news is becoming more like reality television. Opinion-based, bias, polarizing, trying to push a narrative. Do you not see that happening? I mean, I'm certainly very sensitive to it. Being a person who is in broadcast media, I'm very sensitive to that. That's why on this show, I try and be open about the fact that what you're listening to is opinion and it's not truth. Even the news um, uh, that I post on my Patreon, I post those links so you can go and discover for yourself rather than just hearing the opinion of one kind of broadcaster. But thank you for that. Don't worry, be happy you get. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. So there you go, friends. Would people really watch a truthful reality TV show? Hmm. It's an interesting topic and an interesting point. Is the news reality TV? Sadly, I think it, more and more it is becoming that when it really should be just a dry reading of the current events without editorializing in any particular way. But sadly, that's not what we experience, right? It's not what we experience. We've got people like Tucker Carlson. You know, I'm just a guy here asking questions. <laughs> you know, like taking that kind of innocent kind of step back from the news to offer only opinion. And for me, that kind of misleads people. We shouldn't push a narrative. We should only be made aware of the facts. But anyway, I digress. Would you watch an honest reality television or a reality TV show? Interesting. Okay, I'm going to post the poll in the chat and you amazing warriors there will tell me true or false and we'll get back in a few minutes guys thank you for participating in the best part of my day every single day you guys rock the block so many things you could have been doing this morning but instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me and it means the world i'll see you in a few minutes hey guys if you'd like to support the show you can do so on patreon that's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian there you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. The Probo Show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in, oh my God, what did you miss? So damn much. Um, we we spoke about um, a poor Min Minneapolis police officer who um, uh, who was outed, who was discovered to ha be an OnlyFans model by pulling over uh, Por Detener, um, a subscriber of hers. Oh, imagine the embarrassment that poor lady must have had. And like I said, while we were reporting on this news, isn't it a little bit, isn't the, the real story here is why does a police officer feel like she needs to take a second job? Why are these jobs so low, so badly paid or poorly paid? I mean, we've reported before of, of teachers and things like that, work, um, having OnlyFans accounts and being fired. Well, perhaps, you know, we should be paying our teachers, law enforcement, fire, fire marshals, all these people. Maybe we should be paying them more. You know, given that they're so um, uh, so closely linked to the fabric of our society, maybe, you know, we should be valuing that a little more. Who knows? Um, let's see. Let's continue. Um, what else did we look at? We looked at oh, the creepy new digital afterlife industry where, where there are businesses out there that will compile all the written material that is there about you or written by you online and then, um, then turn that into a some digital avatar so you can continue interacting with people after death 
You know, I don't know. I, d I definitely don't think I would. Um, uh, I would permit something like that to happen to me because it would be a. I mean, I don't think we really represent our true selves on um, on social media or in written material, even in broadcast media like this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not acting right now. I'm certainly kind of. I'm certainly not like this 100% in my um, personal life. I'm quite a quiet character, <laughs> you know. Uh, so interesting, interesting um, development there. Let's see if this takes off. I would be very skeptical. I'd be very skeptical. And finally, we, um, uh, yeah, we, we looked at the, the burgeoning new scientific field of using artificial intelligence to allow us to potentially communicate with animals. Now, I think there are two um, uh, there are two main players in this Earth Species Project and um, and Project SETI C E T I that are using machine learning to analyze and potentially decipher animal calls. So yeah, interesting development. Pretty soon we could be talking to our dogs and cats. <laughs> All right, and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, um, an interesting one that nobody would watch honest reality television yeah nobody we i do have the results of the poll in we'll get to that in a second first of all i wanted to pay some attention to some of the messages i got um on instagram with regards to the poll guys again thank you so much for talking to me on the instagram with regards to these it gives me great content for the show <laughs> let's see luna i think people are craving authenticity more than ever in a world full of filters, um, a truthful reality TV show could be refreshing and deeply relatable. Eesh. I mean, I get what you're saying, right? In social media, we don't get truth. We don't get honesty. We only post those amazing moments or those moments that cause us amazing um, outrage. But we don't really get a real snapshot of someone's life on there. But I think that's the way that is for a reason. I think we as humans prefer something a little more curated. You know, think of it. If you if you follow an in influencer, I don't sadly. But if you do follow an influencer, well, actually, that's a lie. I do. I'm. Um, I think I follow. She was on the show once, Coco Lavanda, and she posts photos of fashion and things like that. Right. But if she was posting her everyday life, like this is me drinking a coffee. This is me going to work. This is me sat in front of my computer. This is me. Would that be interesting to people? I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be. It would just be a feed of everyday things that you're doing yourself. I don't know. It might be relatable, but would it be entertaining? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Again, these are just opinion, guys. And like Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions are like buttholes. Everybody has one. They all stink, including mine. All right, let's continue. Uh, Ravi, joining us again um, on Instagram. Thank you, Ravi. Says, from a marketing standpoint, it's all about drama and suspense. Total truth might be too bland for mainstream audiences. Um, we want those juicy twists. Yeah, you know what? Sad but true. They might be too bland, insipido, um, for the mainstream audience, for el gran publico. Yeah, too bland. I think it might. Be. I think that might be the. There's quite a lot of truth. We could experiment one day. We could open an account. Rob's bland life. You know, I take a photo of my first morning coffee, then my commute to work, and then me sat in front of a computer for ten hours a day. 
<laughs> they will quite very quickly become like relatable. I relate with this. But is it something I need to be I need to be included in my feed every day? I don't think so. I don't think so, friends. All right, anyway. So thanks for that, Ravi. Danny said, honestly, it's all about how it's presented. Even truthful reality can be made interesting in the right with the right cinematography and music. Dude, Michael Bay could film my morning routine and it would still look boring. <laughs> as well as it being not safe for work. <laughs> Especially the shower scenes. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. But even, look, even the most honest reality TV is curated. They film these people for 12 hours a day. They don't show... Uh, they don't show the things that are actually the the most real, which is them, you know, just interacting, sat down, watching TV, walking the dogs. They don't show that. They only show the peop the parts that are interesting for a reason. And they try and construct narratives in the edit, and that's absolutely um, necessary in modern entertainment. You need a narrative, a beginning, middle, and end. That's why reality competitions finish with the... Um, finish with the conclusion of the competition the winner because we need a narrative to hook onto and that's not that you know what i mean that's not that's not opinion that's fact my friends everything has a narrative that's a problem with mainstream news nowadays they push narratives rather than just give us a dry um recounting of of the actual events you know it's sad that we can compare news to reality tv you know Anyway, let's continue. Danny said, honestly, oh yeah, we read that one. And finally, I reckon it's genuine It's genuine and shows real people dealing with real life. I'd watch it. Oh, so yeah, if it's genuine and shows people dealing with their real life, I'd watch it. Not everything has to be a circus from Terrell, I think is your name. T-E-R-R-E-L-L, -L, thank you. Um, yeah, not everything does have to be a circus. But in entertainment... You know, you want every now and again to see a bit of a clown, to see some drama. But look, these are just my opinions. What we really care about is what you guys think. So let's get to that right now. So I posted the poll in our live audience that nobody would watch a truthful reality TV show. And you guys said... 67% true! <laughs> yeah. I mean, and this isn't, look, yeah, as I've admitted several times, I watch, I watch a shocking amount of reality TV <laughs> and I don't watch it for the reality, friends. I watch it for, for how insane and weird and wacky it is. Honest reality TV show would rob it of, um, of the entertainment value. Think of like popular reality TV right now. One thing that's like sweeping the globe is maths married at first sight where two people get married before ever meeting each other. <laughs> they're pat they're um, partnered by relationship experts and they get married and then they get to know each other. That wouldn't be interesting if it were real. What makes it interesting is that that the concept, the, the fact that it is so unrealistic to marry someone before meeting and then develop a relationship after that and the, the drama and strife um, that occurs in a new relationship with the added pressure of marital obligation on top of that. It is that unrealistic scenario that makes it fascinating. Shows like Survivor, where 
40 everyday people are thrown on an island and have to survive. It's that concept. If the show was Rob just living his normal life in Madrid, it would not be interesting. Because Rob, me, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not that well known. No one really cares about my daily schedule. Same with you and most of the people listening to this show. I mean, it's just not fascinating. At least I wouldn't watch it. What I want to watch is, um, <laughs> is people outside of their everyday environment doing things that are extraordinary or weird or outlandish. That's what makes it fascinating. And is that, am I painting a dim view of, um, of humanity? To a certain extent, it could be. Why is it we need sensationalism in order to consume something? I don't think we do in many respects. We probably don't, or we shouldn't. But we all live these lives that are basically grind, dedicated to making other people rich, and where is the space for us? The phenomenon of watching TV after work is something we call fire-gazing. Like, uh, after a day's hunt, you know, you would, um, you would sit in the cave and watch the fire. We fire-gaze. We don't necessarily want to see something that represents the day that we've just had. More so, we want to kind of have some mental chewing gum to uh, swallow the day's events. And I think that's the, the hole that reality TV fits. And I think I watch so much of it because I spend so much time working right now. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, but that's just one opinion. You guys seem to agree. 67%. All right. And there we go. Let's move on. Hang on, wait. Here we go. Don't worry, be happy, says, I tell my kids I watch reality only to improve my understanding of English. Australian master chef. Oh, chef's kiss. Australian reality TV is the best. Um, the Kardashians selling sunset. All right. Vero says, us warriors care about you, Rob. And I care about you warriors too, Vero. Okay. So on that note, let's go to today's 100 humans. Oh my god, friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys, and on that walk, I encountered 100 humans, and I asked them all a question. Today, I asked them to name a food you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. Name a food you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. Nombra un alimento que desearías, desa, desearías, oof, that's a tough one for an English mouth. <laughs> que fuera sano para poder comerlo todos los días. All right. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right now. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. The very brave Vero, first person to answer. She says, ice cream. Is ice cream there? Yes, it is, Vero. Ice cream is, in fact, there. It's the third most popular answer with, how many? With uh, 18 of the 100 humans saying ice cream. Okay. Chocolate, says Eugene. Oh, amen to you, sir. And also, don't worry, be happy, says Nutella. Oh, I don't want to live in a world where Nutella is unhealthy. So I'm just going to pretend I didn't read that. <laughs> is chocolate there? Mmm... I could... Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it to you. Why, why the hell not? Does chocolate fall under candy? I think so. 
Candy's there. Well done, um, well done, Eugene. Candy is their second most popular answer, with 24 of 100 humans saying candy. All right. Eugene says burgers. Hamburgers. Hmm. A hamburger's there. Something you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. Can I, uh, hamburgers are healthy, man. Hamburgers are basically a salad, right? You've got tomato on there, you've got lettuce, meat and bread. It's practically a salad. <laughs> but did the hundred humans agree? It are hamburgers there? No, they're not. It's a great answer, though. It's a great answer. Uh, let's see. Pizza. <laughs> Don't worry about happy, says pizza. Cuatro quesos. Pizza, says Vero. Is pizza there? Yes, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> pizza is there. And guys, with 30 of 100 humans saying pizza, it's the number one answer. <laughs> well done, guys. Yeah, pizza. All right. Um, hot dogs. Peritos calientes. Are hot dogs there? Mm, hot dogs. No, they're not. Oh. Hmm, I should um I should give you a um I should give you a clue, I think. Hmm. Hot dogs. Um let's see. How about uh yeah. Okay, you buy these in the corner shop. They're a snack made from potatoes, usually quite salty, sometimes with a flavor. What am I talking about? <laughs> what am I talking about, friends? Hmm. Let's see if anyone can get it. It's a snack. They come in plastic bags. Don't worry, be happy as an answer. Of course she does. Come on. Don't worry, be, ha be happy says chips, potato chips. Patatas fritas de bolsa, I think you say in Spanish. Uh, is it there? Of course it is. Well done. <laughs> well done, well done. Okay, what else do we have? French fries. Is French fries there? Of course, French fries is there. Well done. It's the sixth most popular answer. Five of 100 humans. Guys, you've only got two more to get. <laughs> Frozen pizza, says Vero, to be more uh, precise. Yeah. Frozen pizza is the best. Guinness, says PJB. It's not there, but it's a good answer. <laughs> okay. Eugene says cake. Tarta. Is cake there? Yes, it is. Well done. Okay, the final answer, my friends. The final answer. Um, there, something, again, it's a snack food, usually baked. Um, sometimes they can have things like little pieces of chocolate in them. They're the best fresh out of the oven. Mm. What am I talking about? Oh, you know, usually these things are best fresh out of the oven where you can just take a bite into them and oh it's so soft and delicious pjb says cookies cookies is cookies there yes it is well done <laughs> you guys killing it today with cookies okay all right let's go through the list my friends i asked a hundred humans to name something that you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. In position number seven, we had cookies. Well done, PJB, for that one. Four of 100 humans said that since seventh place. In position number six, we have 
French fries. French fries, well done. Don't worry, be happy for that one. Five of a hundred humans said that one. In position number five, we had chips. Patatas fritas de bolsa. Patatas fritas de bolsa, I think. Yeah, that's a mouthful for chips, right? In um, in England, we call those fr- um, chips. Um, no, we call them... Um, yeah, we call them crisps, sorry. And, and cookies, we would call biscuits in England. All right, in position number... Four! We have cake. Tata, 10 of 100 humans said cake. Well done, guys. In position number... When I asked people, name a food you wish was healthy so you could eat it every day. In position number three, ice cream, helado. Come on. (laughs) I have eaten a ridiculous amount of ice cream this summer. Way more than any human should consume. In position number two, we had candy. Candy, 24 of 100 humans said that one. And finally, in position number one, well done all of you out there who said pizza. That was Eugene Vero. (laughs) <laughs> Pizza, of course. Um, and don't worry, be happy. Well done, guys. That was today's 100 Humans. Oh, you guys are killing it. I don't know how you got so smart. <laughs> All right, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News. Okay, friends, you know how this works. This is Complete the News. I'm going to give you a real news headline. And you, um, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Based on the three, um, the three options I give you, you will complete the news. If you are one of the many people watching the show right now, but you haven't participated, friends, this is your moment. Because all you have to write is A, B, or C. Should we do this? Let's do it. All right, here we go. A 104-year-old dies peacefully in her sleep one week after blank <laughs> I, the, the translation elf gave me this una anciana de 104 años muere placidamente mientras dormía una semana después de blank all right a 104 year old dies peacefully in her sleep one week after blank is it a <laughs> a world record skydive is it b kissing ryan gosling <laughs> or is it c celebrating her birthday Ooh. Um, so a 104 year old dies peacefully in her sleep one week after a a world record skydive record mundial the paracaidismo i think is it B, kissing Ryan Gosling? Besando a uh, Ryan Gosling. Or is it C, celebrating her birthday? Celebrando su, su cumpleaños. <coughs> a, B, or C. Surprised no one's saying kissing Ryan Gosling. You know, anyone's heart would give out. <laughs> um, and also, no one's saying celebrating a birthday. Everyone in the chat unanimously saying a after a world record skydive Mm. all right let's see if you're right eh, folks all right so here we go a 104 year old dies peacefully in her sleep one week after the answer is a a world record skydive there's no fooling you guys today 
Not fooling you guys. Yeah, the 104-year-old woman who like, likely set a world record last week as the oldest person to skydive has died. According to a report from the Chicago Tribune, Dorothy Hoffner died peacefully in her sleep on Monday, just one week after her October 1st skydive in Illinois. Age is just a number, Hoffner told the crowd that day after touching down safely, the Chicago Tribune reported. She jumped 13,500 feet. Oh, my God. She's, um, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's an inspiration to us all. News, Rob. That was just our wish for it to be real, says, um, uh, <laughs> says the bridge. All right, here we go. We've got time for one more, friends. Okay, here we go. An expat blank more than 20 times to avoid paying restaurant bills. An expat, un expatriado, un, an expat blank more than 20 times to avoid paying restaurant bills. Un, ex, um, un expatriado blank más de 20 veces para no pagar las facturas de un restaurante. But what is it? Is it A, did he fake heart attack or fakes heart attacks is it b escape from a date <laughs> escapar de una cita or is it c set fire to kitchens mm. an expat blank more than 20 times to avoid paying restaurant bills is it a fakes heart attack is it b escape from a date Escapó de una cita. Or is it C, set fire to kitchens. Prende fuego a las cocinas. Ooh. What do you think? Un expatriado blank más de 20 veces para no pagar las facturas de un restaurante. Okay, the chat has spoken. It's, yeah, someone that PJB, I will salute you for being the only person that said B, escaped from dates. Probably jumped out of the bathroom window to avoid paying restaurant bills. Everybody else is saying A again, faked a heart attack or fakes heart attacks. Let's see what the real answer is. So something, um, an expat did something more than 20 times to avoid paying restaurant bills. That is, it was A, well done. <laughs> it was A. Yeah, um, an expat um, fakes heart attacks more than 20 times to avoid paying restaurant bills. This is, this is like, I think it's about a week old from the Express. Uh, a man faked a heart attack at least 20 times or at at least 20 Spanish restaurants to avoid paying the bill in a brazen scheme. Originally from Lithuania, the man has now been jailed for not for having not paid two fines following his outrageous stunts. Um, a picture has been sent out of the man showing him slumped in a chair as restaurants are warned about his antics. He feigned heart, feigned heart attacks in this way at every restaurant he went to, the majority of which were in the Costa Blanca. Thank God it wasn't a British person. <laughs> Was about to feel very bad about my paisanos for a second. 
<laughs> All right, guys, there you go. That was today's show. Thank you so much for participating in the best part of my day every single day. Guys, um, this is a podcast original, as will be tomorrow's. So please share it with people so a lot of people get to hear it. Guys, so many things you could have been doing today. Seriously. An inconceivable amount of things. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. I'll see you guys next time.